0: Is that where they describe killer with a gate? Yeah, killer with a gate, yeah. you know? And that that's what's weird about that one. Like, you have certain things that match, but you don't have the throw slashing, you don't have the body posing, you don't have the staging. Mm. What you have is the gate, the brown hair, you know. Um...
1: And she had tri- she had triggered an alarm so he didn't have time to stay there, too. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: Now, but this is with a gun. Yeah. Had the other ones been with guns? <laughs> cooking, everybody. I am joined in the bunker today by Mr. Alex Voorhees. Alex is a hacker who is currently working, among other things, on some hacking around the 2017 Delphi murders. Now, You'll hear he's cagey at times about it because I'm sure there's some things he's not going to discuss on camera. But he got into a little bit of some of that stuff and then really also walked us through a bunch of cases that he found online and through some research that started to put some things together that look a little sketchy. I'm sure not all of them are tied, as he said himself, but it's worth looking at and some of them very well could be. So that was a fun conversation and I hope you guys enjoy. Now, if you are on YouTube right now, please hit that subscribe button, hit that bell button, and as always, would love to see you leave a like on the video and some comments down in the comment section. To everyone who is on Apple or Spotify, thank you for checking out the show over there. If you haven't already, be sure to leave a five-star review on either one of those platforms. That's a huge, huge help, and I look forward to seeing you guys again for future episodes. That said, you know what it is. I'm Julian Dory, and this is Trendify. Let's go. This is one of the great questions in our culture. Where's the news? You're giving opinions and calling them facts. You me? Everyone understands this, but few seem to do it. If you don't like the status quo,
0: start asking questions. I up, I typed in internet sleuthing into Google, and then the Delphi murders popped up. And uh, the Delphi murders. Can yeah, you explain
1: what happened here.
0: Uh, two girls died in uh, February 2017. and the one of the victims, uh, Libby German, so is Abigail Williams and Libby German, one of the girls uh, took a, a video of the of the murderer before she died. and uh, so it blew up. You know, because of that, because it, it's just so eerie. The video of him walking towards them and everything. So
1: they were on a they were on the Delphi trails in or the Delphi historic trails in Delphi, yeah. Indiana. So they were like hiking, hiking trails, Yeah, yeah. And this was in this was their bodies were found on February fourteenth, twenty seventeen. Day
0: later, yeah. So okay. I noticed there was a lot of noise around that murder. So I was like. You know, I'm not gonna do much. Like if there are any clues, it's not gonna be online. Like it's it's gonna be some like traditional detective work. So I'm like, what I can do is search for murders that I think were committed by the same dude and I came across what, what one. Made,
1: what made you think the guy committed other murders? He's
0: professional, man. It's like dang dude, you got away with all that. It's like it just seemed like to me my gut instinct said it was professional. They had done it before or had done it after, and there would be some similarities somewhere you know, that would pop up on Google somehow. So I found one.
1: Did you th- I'm I'm sorry, I just wanna stay on this for a sec for people that aren't familiar with the murders. Yeah. Did you think that because of the nature of how he did it? Because he yeah. did, he basically the killing, I think one of the girls he was one inch from decapitating her. Yeah. And then the yeah. other one he <sighs> stabbed in the heart and in and in the artery in the neck. So yeah. it was viewed as someone who's done this before like this is this was a tactical killing and that's kind of what had you thinking like okay there's got to be other cases that we find a similar way that uh, he murdered people
0: yeah i'm like you know that it was just a hunch i could have been wrong at the time and i i could still be wrong on that but uh I looked for similar cases I was looking and you got to remember at the time the cause of death wasn't known. This was uh beginning of 2021, so like January 2021.
1: Oh, so years later they hadn't said how they no, were killed. No, it just
0: came out recently so the rumors were correct. So I was going off rumors back then. So now, why
1: didn't they s- they're say keeping what
0: that was? the cause of death a secret like they do in a lot of the similar murders I'm mentioning. So a bunch of whack jobs don't, you know, try to get, you know, free uh Motel 6 for the night in jail, basically, are whatever reason they want to go to jail or Copy get attention. Calculers. Yeah, yeah. you know, they're trying to stop that. And, and also, if information does come forward, they, like, are able to verify stuff, like, fast-track it, because they're like, yeah, that clicks, yeah, that clicks, yeah, that clicks. So, and they got more of that still, uh, but... More is known now than it was uh, (laughs) previously, for sure. But back then, I was just going off rumors and stuff. So I was looking. I typed in double homicide. I'm like, let's see what other double homicides uh, are out there, you know, just, you know, for the hell of it. So I was going on the states around. I started with Indiana first, and I started with the states around. So I hit Kentucky, double homicide. It was uh, Bill and Peggy Stevenson back in 2011. Yeah.
1: No, they had. I just want to make sure they had released the video, the one second video of the killer on the trail that was caught on some footage years before, right? Like they released it after the murder actually happened.
0: Yeah. Um. Not till two years later in 2019, I think. Oh, so they waited two years to release that video. They had the picture. They released first, and the video came like way later.
1: And we'll explain why that's important in a minute. So Bill and Peggy Stevenson, you found their murder double homicide in Kentucky.
0: Yeah. And so I was looking for info on that. The And right off the bat, I saw some similarities because the cops were not saying the cause of death and they said things were staged. So I'm seeing staging, posing, body posing, and I'm like, eh, that's kind of what, what is that? So staging is like where uh, you stage a crime scene yeah. after the fact. So like somebody's dead and let's say you put a Christmas tree over their head or something. That's like staging, you know? It's like right. you're ma- you're trying to, like... You're tagging. Sh- yeah, draw attention yeah. off the fact. And then body posing, you know, goes without saying. Like, you pose them after the fact, you know? And uh, so this one hit a couple, you know... Uh, it, 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 snags? Yeah, hit a couple snags, struck my curiosity. So uh, I was looking at this old blog spot... Uh, Website and in the comments, somebody had said that they knew the grandson and that the Stevensons had been nearly decapitated as well. And it didn't say that in any other news article. So I'm like, all right, nearly decapitated posing, staging, you know. And my whole reason for going how to were they, how were they staged? I don't know. The cops uh, haven't said that. They just said that the whole things were moved around uh, in their house. Uh, you know, furniture was just all out of whack, and they they didn't give away all the details, but they said it was staged.
1: And they said the same thing about the Delphi murders as well. There yeah, was something yeah, staged Where he yeah. left the bodies. Yeah, okay. Robert
0: Ives. He, he's some sort of law enforcement, but he was saying that it was staged uh, signatures. So I didn't know about the posing other than the rumored text at the time. Um, so going off that comments I hit, I'm like, dang, we got one, dude. Like, and. You know, far less noise than the Delphi murders. So I'm like, you know, I uh, less noise. I could probably see a lot clearer over here, where it's away from all the craziness over there on the Delphi murders. And uh, you know, I I was I clicked a site on um, what was it? It was Reddit, a news article about them, right? Peggy, Bill, and Peggy. Yeah, and, uh, and somebody was making like a out of whack comment, like all cryptic. And uh, the thing with them is there wasn't. Any other weirdo comments on their death? Like Delphi what was the comment. Uh, he said that they were swingers, and somebody asked him what he was talking about, and if there was if he was implying there was more than uh, one murderer. And he's like, uh, "I already said too much. Like all cryptic. Like he was he was mm. just like going." all wacko so you know i show my brother and he's like eh, a bunch of weirdos on the internet i wouldn't take it so i wouldn't look into it like it's you know it's whatever but i was thinking like delphi gets a lot of those comments like daily because it's so popular i'm like stevenson's you know it's it happened so long ago barely anybody's talking about it's 2011 yeah barely anybody's talking about them you know on social media like the delphi murders so i'm like this is you know so delphi murders you know let's say you got a case with thousands of weirdo comments a day and then you got a case with no weirdo comments a day but then you hit you know one weirdo comment out of the blue so it's like which one you take more serious which one you're going to look at you know which one can you do more damage on so i was looking at this weirdo comment uh what else you know stuck out to me was that he was local he was local so he was uh not too far from where they were and this account was rigged to be anonymous like no real name on it the username didn't check out anywhere else he would talk about what city he was in what his hobbies were um that his job was in programming and say where and uh on, he said on reddit he's yeah yeah like this. Okay. yeah he said he was using a pine phone for privacy like all this wacko stuff and uh you know, I, I showed this to detectives and they're like, yeah, we want to we know who's behind this, you know, who's writing this. Like, it, it is uh, interesting, you know? So, I told them who I thought it was based on the Reddit comments and uh, it was a completely wrong, like, different guy, you know? It was like, he matched all the same things and I didn't post it publicly, like, I'm not doxing anybody yep, or anything. Yep. Um, but I told detectives who I thought it may be, so, you know... I gave him that info because he had the same occupation, lived in the same city, you know that the redditor said they lived in. He had a uh, same hobby, which was the big one was a uh, Go or Baduck. It's like a Chinese chess type game, some nerdy game. It, this know? isn't. <laughs>
1: I, I maybe I think I am mixed up in my head. This isn't the same case where you hacked into the one dude's email, no, right? No, that's that's a different. That's one. later. On. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. get there. We're gonna get there. Got right? it.
0: <laughs> So, uh, you know, (laughs) I gave him that info, and uh, this guy, the Reddit account, knew that people were looking for him, right? So, he deletes his account, right? It's gone, Mm. like, a week after I reported to police. Like, everything deleted, dude. So, um, I didn't hear back from police for about a month, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I I had a hunch that something wasn't quite right, like... It wasn't, I didn't have enough to be like, yeah, this guy's the one who did that, you know? So it's not like I said he did or anything. It's not like police went over and like arrested him or something. They're probably going to go talk to the, you know, the poor guy that I turned in, you know, who I thought it was or whatever. So uh, there was a GitHub site. It's not up anymore, but you could look through a bunch of deleted Reddit comments and posts, like deleted Reddit accounts too, right? So I put his username in there. Wait, how does that work? Uh, It just, like, scrapes all the data off Reddit, and it plugs into Reddit's API. It does, like, all sorts of weirdo stuff, but...
1: So anything, anytime something's created on Reddit, it, it, saves it, it archives yeah, it right away, sick,
0: dude. But they deleted it; they got rid of it because people were complaining. They want people seeing like you know their old porno comments on Reddit. You know, if they delete their account or they, you know, and got... so they deleted it. Yeah, GitHub got rid of it for uh, I think oh, it was Yeah, it. yeah, because it, it was running off GitHub or whatever.
1: Now is that going to be available somewhere else on the dark web?
0: Probably. Uh, it'll be somewhere on the surface web most likely. Like somebody will make their own version of it. Uh, you know, they pro- it's probably already up right now, you know. On but, the what web?
1: The surface web?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like uh right you know, Google and uh um, Oh that's the term for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't well, know that. my term for it. I don't know if it's the real term, but <laughs> it works for me, dude. But uh <laughs> I went through like two thousand comments I was reading, like looking for any clues, and I hit one. He said a username. Um uh, I'm not gonna give out the username because you know, it'll right. give out his name or whatever, but the username for his um, Badook club or whatever, like some Baduk app. So That I typed Chinese in, game. Yeah, yeah, so I found... I put the username into Google, and uh, a Badook cl- uh, club came up uh, in Ohio, like near that part of Kentucky or whatever. And uh, from there, I got the Badook club's Discord. So I go in the Discord, I add myself to the group or whatever, <laughs> right? And I look... Through the, all the members, and his full name is on his username. So now I had his full name, right? And Wait, how did
1: you know it was him? Oh, because it was the point, same
0: username. At this point, yeah, same username. At this point, I don't know that it could be someone just, that just happens to have the same username right. that plays the same game, whatever, right? So I add myself to the group. You know, I send him a message, and he doesn't reply. <laughs> so that day, I like in the group i'm like does anybody know who this guy is because like cops are looking for this and i'm trying to talk to this guy and he's not answering and he hits me up like immediately he's like why are you doxing me blah 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 and i'm like uh uh, dude like i'm like did you write this or what and he's like yeah that's my account yeah i wrote that (laughs) oh right away yeah you admitted to it and uh so i'm like all right dude and uh you know he looks scared for his life dude he and he said to like freaked him out and he's like i don't know how you found that i was trying to real hard to be anonymous on that account like not hard you, enough yeah he's all that's some good work you did but uh i had nothing to do with the murders and like i was just joking around and i didn't know people would take it like that and i'm like well uh go and tell the police uh, and clear it up as a joke whatever dude like no you know the, you know just explains to them, and then you'll be on your way or whatever, so he asked for their phone number and uh the it was detective uh koy Cox by the way is amazing detective and uh you know he he hit up he didn't even hit up koy Cox, so what happened is I called uh the police and told them that I have like the proof of the guy who did it and who uh did that comment, yeah, who did the comment you know what they wanted and uh he said he was going to call them, so they waited a few days and they call me back. They leave a voicemail and they say, "Hey, he didn't. Uh, he didn't contact us." So I hit him up and I said, uh, "Hey, did you reach out to them?" He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, uh, "I don't think uh, you did because they're saying you didn't." And he's like, "Oh, just let the detectives do their job, blah blah, like mm-hmm. all this." was acting weird, dude. And I'm like, "Dude, you don't speak ill on the dead. That's why you're in this mess." And I'm like, "I was like tearing him a new one," and he's like you know, all right, I'll reach out to them, whatever. And then his Discord got deleted like a month later or whatever. And uh, I don't, you know, I haven't heard back from them. I didn't call to see if they connected with him, but they had his address and phone number and everything. And uh, the weird thing about him is that his dad, you know, I'm not going to say the names, people figure it out on their own, I guess, but his dad is like a famous uh, tech millionaire uh out of indiana so i'm like and he worked at google this guy is a google employee he's Mm. a programmer for google at the time at least i don't know about now but i'm like what the hell i'm like you got a decent job you know your family's doing well you look like you're doing well like what do you need to go saying weird stuff about you know old cold case for like what's the point dude i'm like if it's a joke just say it's a joke and freaking explain you know why you thought it was funny? I told him like, all right. So if it's a joke, what you know why it was so funny? Like uh, I don't get how that's funny. It's because it's a double homicide. And you say swingers and like double double. Like it's is that the punchline? Like you know. And he didn't want to go into it. He was like being a weirdo about it. You know. It's like it's like when a dog pees in a corner and you're trying to put the dog's face in it and they're like turning away like this. That's what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, "All right, yeah, some something, something's going on here." So whatever, they took care of it, whatever. And then, uh, you know, I, I took a couple months off because, you know, true crime, it's like a rabbit hole, dude. Like, uh, you know, your mind could get burnt out in there. If you're, I like coming back with like a fresh perspective, you know, every uh, take at least two months off, you know. So
1: at this point, did you have a connection on the gate?
0: No, that no. comes later. Yeah, okay. sick, dude. Uh, so, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, months later, I'm working on a new game, Clownfield 24-2, you know. Because uh, you, yeah. you develop
1: games on PCs mostly?
0: Uh, Yeah, only for PC. I haven't hit the console or mobile gaming market yet because PC is the easiest to get to. When you do console or... Uh, you know, mobile, there's extra stuff you got to go through, licensing stuff, extra permissions you got to get, extra middleware you got to get. You got to optimize everything more, make polygons smaller, everything run faster so it doesn't burn up your phone, you know. How, like, do, you,
1: how do you make a game so fast, too, like you do?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, because uh, I do uh, asset flips, basically. What does and that mean? It's like DJing uh, for uh, games, but it's uh, more frowned upon than <laughs> current DJing. But <laughs> it's like how DJing was when it first came out. So you take... Something from over here, something from over there, mm. and you mix it all together and then people say, Hey, that's not art at the end of it. But you know So you're
1: mixing games. You could take from like Halo and Call of Duty and put it together
0: yeah, in like pieces. You know, you can't take a model directly from a game or you'll get sued by the company that paid the person that made the model, but people will sell models online like the Uni Store or When a you Real say store. just
1: for people out there translation yeah. when you say model.
0: Uh, 3D model. 3D model. So like a a car. A 3D sculpture in 3D space. That you (laughs) then
1: use to create an actual digital asset with. So someone could have like the model of a Ford or something, and then you take that model and you put it in the game's atmosphere. Yeah,
0: exactly. So you were using
1: all models to put together games All models.
0: Most models that I didn't make, you just modify it to fit into you know whatever you're trying to make so it's like forcing a jigsaw puzzle that doesn't belong there but in this case you know when it goes there it fits quite well you know and then i'm doing like meme games comedy games you know like stuff that has like charm to it like a sense of humor so what what do you mean like kyle simulator you know that got in game informer because it's funny it's stupid game but it's funny like sim simulator went viral in japan because it's funny uh why was
1: kyle simulator funny
0: Cause it's just a game of being kyle at the time that was a meme and you punch the walls and people loved it dude it's like <laughs> it's like uh real housewives or something you know they're just flipping tables and punching walls it's like
1: is there any objective in the game
0: yeah you punch the wall until you get out get out of the room <laughs> <laughs> that's it dude yeah so that was that was sick when i got in game informer you know i love that you know and then uh the japan thing was sick i like that and then. Uh yeah, I've had a couple games go like viral, uh, and Clownfield was definitely the biggest one. It's because um, is you know, it free download? No, I I sell them for a dollar, you know. So I look, I, you know, I'll go to Walmart and look at the prices on the on the Coke machine, and decide that's uh the price I'm gonna be selling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, uh Clownfield was huge because people hated uh, EA games so much at the time. Uh, You know, dice. They were pissed off. They they made a crap product. So like, I made a game making fun of it. You know, I captured lightning in a bottle, and people went crazy making fun of what? Uh, Battlefield 2042. And so you did Clownfield 2042. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, oh man, that was sick, dude. And you don't get get any copyright on that? No. I you know I've been uh I've dealt with lawyers a lot, and like they try to push me around. They try to scare me and be like. Oh, you did this, like it's similar to ours, or you know, whatever. Uh, for instance, my first game ever, Hunting Simulator VR, uh, I use the same font as another game called Hunting Simulator, which was made by Big Ben Interactive. They're uh, associated with Sega out in um, Europe, and now they're called Nakon, I think. Anyways. There, you. Uh, they try to push me around, and they're like, "Oh, you're using similar font as us, and uh, you know, similar name, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm like, the font you're using is a Dick's Sporting Goods font. You do not own the font." And their uh, their lawyer, what was his name, Serge Susini or something? He was like trying to push me around. I'm like, "Dude, I'm like, you can sue me, whatever." And I said you're going to give me more free press than I could ever imagine. I'm like, your whole font thing is stupid because you're using the Dick Sporting Goods font. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't think they have Dick Sporting Goods in Europe or something, but he didn't know, <laughs> he didn't know I would know, you know? So, you know, I bitch slapped him, you know, in the emails. It was hilarious. And, uh, he backed off because they had a whole DMCA thing against us and they backed off of it. It was so sick. So they didn't want to give us uh more free press than uh, they bargained for, you know? So, uh, yeah, Clownfield uh blew up. That was way way many games later. Uh and uh <laughs> yeah, it happened at the same time, you know, December of uh 2021. Clownfield? Yeah, as uh, you know, I was browsing Reddit and something pops up from the the Delphi murders subreddit that uh police are looking for information and this is what started the rabbit hole. Yeah, right. okay, dude. Got it. On uh they're looking for information on uh, Anthony Schott's account, which was a catfish account. Oh, no. So
1: this is later. So you had already started because you had said the fall of 2020 is when you started looking into it. You get deep yeah. on the Delphi. You get deep on the Stevenson's yeah. case. You get the guy in the comment section you talked about. So then you take, a couple, mu- yeah, you take a couple months off. months off. Yeah, yeah. Okay so you start at least like in the summer instead yeah. and then in december now yeah. this is the one where you have the email dude. yeah Bowman. okay yeah. so what happens what's the what's the story with anthony shots like how does he play uh, into this? he
0: messaged uh libby and uh libby
1: was one of the
0: victims yeah in the delphi case yeah and uh you know it wasn't the picture he said he was he used some like other guy that was like way slimmer. <laughs> Got it. So it was a fa- yeah. it was a fake
1: picture. He had messaged yeah. Libby's account on Reddit,
0: on Instagram, on Instagram. Yeah. So okay. it was his Instagram that messaged her, and uh, <laughs> he. Uh, oh my god, this guy. Yeah, I call him Keegle Klein. He's so disgusting. <laughs> his name is Keegan Klein, and uh, you know he's catfishing her. And, Keegan Klein. Yeah. He he had, he's already in jail this time because he uh, he's basically you know, uh, I don't know if you say that word on here or whatever, but the P word. And uh, right. so he's messaging her and all that. and Because uh, she was like 13 or 14 when yeah, he was messaging her. Yeah, and he's her. pretending to be someone younger too, you know, younger looking.
1: He's yeah. like some model or something who didn't know that
0: he was using it. Yeah, them. he didn't know his pictures were being used. Yeah. And, uh So they're looking for information on this account, and I'm like, damn, dude, like, this is my thing, dude, catfishing and finding out information about stuff. So
1: they were looking for it strictly because he had messaged her. Yeah. And it had been somewhat romantic.
0: Yeah. So they wanted all interaction. Anybody that interacted, um, you know, with him, anybody that met up with him, you know, got like duped when they met up with the catfish account. And, uh, you know, he. So what happened is, uh, I got I hacked into his email, uh, hacked into his uh, Instagram, hacked into his Kik account. How did you do this? Uh, you know, I don't know if I want to give the sauce, but uh, people smart enough will know, you know. But uh, yeah, I go I go to my little uh, sources, you know, where they got all the information, any information you want, you get, you know. So, uh, not only did I find out you know the emails they were looking for that were in the affidavit that they that had been released at that time because his phones had been taken from the house so they had dumped in a celebrite and i didn't know if they already had his his passwords i assume they did you know had you know enough information to see what was going on in the account so i assume they already knew a lot right so what i did is i gave them a bunch of different emails that i knew were his that weren't in the affidavit and those passwords and stuff and i emailed uh the fbi i called the fbi too and uh i was talking to uh matt sullivan and uh, his girlfriend kate at the time they're uh delphi podcasters you know they talk about true crime and stuff and uh, i was telling them the situation and they were telling me you know how i should go about it and stuff so uh they took the information to uh the local delphi police you know carroll county or whatever and then uh I took it to the FBI and I was on the phone with the FBI agent. He was like all oh, giddy, man. It was sick. He's like, "Oh, the Delphi murder. Oh, yeah, yeah." So he's making me like spell out all the passwords, all the emails, like everything. And then and
1: they went in themselves then.
0: Yeah, and let me just say when I logged in, in the accounts, I just logged in, made sure it worked. I didn't touch anything. I didn't open anything because I don't want to like I, I don't want to contaminate anything. Uh, as much as possible, you know, so... So you I'll, had everything. You yeah. had his emails, you had yeah. his
1: Twitter, you had his Instagram,
0: all of it. Yeah, uh, he, he didn't have a Twitter. Uh, he did have a Twitter, but not related to the Anthony Shots thing, you know, but...
1: So Anthony Shots was, was the catfish yeah, that he used, catfish. and he called it Anthony Shots on every platform.
0: Yeah, yeah, but okay. just the way things were in the affidavit, I could tell they were struggling with a lot of stuff, like, he definitely was deleting stuff, and... I know Celebrite, the program they use, uh, the law enforcement uses to scrape phones and stuff like... What is it called? Celebrate. So, what does it do? It... Like, you plug a phone... I i don't know exactly how it works, but you plug it into a machine or their computer and, you know, when you uh, text somebody on your phone or use an app or whatever, it saves hidden stuff in your phone like files like that are just like gibberish or whatever that... Uh, it saves like pictures that you receive or whatever and um, messages that you receive. It's all saved like deep in your phone that you can't really access um, when so you're regularly using your phone, you know?
1: If you don't have the phone, you can never, if you're law yeah, enforcement, exactly. you can never get that information. Yeah,
0: exactly. Right? So, okay. you know, you, get, you could be messaging somebody on Instagram and have a back and forth and delete your Instagram off the app like delete the Instagram account but there there will still be traces on the phone of that interaction and uh he he tried to wipe all his phones and stuff but it was still on the phones dude so like they had they definitely had a lot of stuff on him but you know I could tell by the affidavit it was mainly like the stuff ripped from Celebrite it wasn't it didn't seem like they had access to a lot of stuff, but, you know, I gave them all that. And uh Matt said he noticed, like, changes, like, his Facebook and stuff. They were changing stuff and privating stuff. And, like, so I definitely think it, it helped him a lot, you know. But, uh you know, <laughs> we go a few months later, and uh, I didn't hear anything back or whatever. I didn't expect to because, you know. And I'll please roll with that stuff, but did you think after you figured out who he was,
1: Keegan, and what he actually looked like, because he was a bigger guy? When you look at the video of the alleged killer, which is like a one sec, it's literally one second long, but it's long enough to get a couple strides in. I'll put it in the corner of the screen for yeah. people to see it the video that was taken on the Delphi Trail the same day as the murders. You know, he does, he's, he's wearing baggy clothes, so it's hard to say, but he does look like a little bit of a bigger guy. So yeah, I don't think it's you, him. I don't did, yeah, it's yeah him. but when you saw it, did you think, oh, this might be him?
0: No, because the theory around it was that that guy, he was, um, you know, catfishing girls for photos, and uh, he was selling them almost like a, Kind of subscription service for bad people or whatever yikes so the theory like was young girls too yeah somebody <sighs> hijacked his account or you know somehow tricked him manipulated him into being like hey let me meet up with these girls or what what's going on with these girls over here and then you know basically used that person's infrastructure to get them to the bridge and then you know they think they're meeting a model that's a theory that's the theory and it hasn't wait, been proven wait, hold on a second
1: hold on <laughs> i haven't i just i was thinking of the wrong thing when you were starting to explain that you're not talking about keegan keegan you're yeah. talking about the actual
0: the killer yeah i'm talking about the killer used So keegan's infrastructure to you know, lure the girls thinking they're going to meet. You know, this a is model. what people were thinking. Yeah, might have happened, yeah, exactly. But it didn't
1: happen. That's not what happened.
0: It, it hasn't been proven either way, and you know, nobody knows for sure. But you know, that's a the the thinking sure wasn't that Keegan is the guy on the bridge because it doesn't really look like him.
1: But he's in he's in prison or he's in jail. I guess like a waiting trial now for yeah, like child pornography charges yeah. and shit. So yeah. he's a, yeah, he's a full blown psycho. Yeah, the Keegan guy. Hell yeah. Okay, so <laughs> it's so it's not him. But when did you? Cause, and I'll put that video in the corner again so people can see it. But the thing that was noted in this very short video where you at least get to see the the alleged killer take a stride or two it's it's clear that he has some sort of a gait, which could be a limp, but it also is like the way people walk. Some people walk on the outside of their foot yeah. with the feet open. Some people are more likely to walk inside rather than neutral. So it can change how you like hop off the pavement. So you notice that in some way, he has some sort of gait, which other people obviously online were now talking about. And you're like, okay. Yeah,
0: that's another thing that hasn't been proven either way because it's a rickety bridge, purely. Right. Like, he's just walking weird because of the bridge. He's just walking weird. Uh, you know, it, it, the video is not long enough to tell if he has a hitch in his right leg or left leg or any hitch at all, you know? So, but if you look up online, you type in gait, whatever, you know, right leg, whatever for Delphi uh, a lot of people that's like a common thread a common theory that something's going on weird with his walking you know yeah they
1: were trying to say like oh maybe he was in the military and he had some sort of injury yeah, or, or things a like that trucker. but not,
0: yeah <laughs> none,
1: none of that's in any way proven or yeah. even possibly true
0: yeah and you know law enforcement doesn't even know themselves i don't think for Delphi but um, Well, when
1: did you start thinking, like, okay, there could be a connect there with other killings, like if someone had a gate?
0: I came across a post that, I'm not going to say what side it's on or whatever, I'm trying to find out who's behind it right now, but a person mentioned a right a gate on the right leg, and the thing that stuck out to me was that they mentioned it way before the video was released, so, like, a month after the murders, so... This thing just hit it, a lot of things clicked in this person's comments and the person that made this comment they were an anonymous poster but thankfully the site still logs, you know, IP addresses. Uh, which they, site? <laughs> I'm not going to say it right now. Oh, oh, I got to right, give it to law enforcement first, yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, you know, it's going to be out there soon enough but he said his psychic friend had told him all this. BS, you know. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, everything was like, my psychic friend said this. My psychic friend said that. And usually, there's a lot of those type of comments out there. I don't think uh, anything of them (laughs) most of the time, but this one stuck out to me. A lot of things clicked. So, he made a comparison. He said, yeah, this, my psychic friend told me he did the, is it the Evansville or Evansdale? I can't remember.
1: Which one was that? Uh,
0: Iowa. Two girls missing. Everybody thinks the same murder as the Delphi.
1: Oh, I, I yeah, I'm less familiar with that. I may have looked through it when you and I were talking. Yeah, let me pull it up. Yeah, he made mention of that. Evansdale murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, let's plug that
1: in. So the commenter made made mention of that. So this was Evansdale girls kidnapping. Okay, under investigation. All right, let's get one from six days ago. I'm just going to read the source here. So yeah. we have investigators still hopeful of solving Evansdale murders 10 years later. It is Evansdale. The 10 year <laughs> an anniversary of the disappearance of eight year old Elizabeth Collins and 10 year old. Lyric Cook Morrissey is today. Iowa Department of Public Safety Special Agent Scott Rieger says they continue to look at new and old tips on the case. Our team meets regularly. It still kinds of ebbs and flows as far as how often, but we meet regularly doing both of those things, evaluating old information, evaluating the new information. The girls' bodies were found in a Bremer County wildlife area five months after they disappeared, but no suspect has been found or charged in the case. He says the tips aren't aren't coming in as fast as they were early on, but they haven't stopped e- either. The last 10 months, we've received 117 tips into our email address that we have assigned specifically for the case. So that's a good handle on the volume that comes in. All right, so what was the connection here again?
0: So that's one thing that stuck out to me, right? So that's not enough. The commenters yeah, talking about this. That, so all I got is a gate. I got Evansdale. And then he said, also, there's a Oklahoma Connection incident blah blah blah, and so I look up Oklahoma. I type in body posing Oklahoma, and sure enough, somebody with throat slash body posing staging, and I'm like, dang, it's a case of uh, Pastor Carol Daniels in 2009.
1: Pastor Carol
0: Daniels. Yeah.
1: So right now, just keeping track at home: 2009, 2011, 2012, and 2017 are different murders that you're looking at as possible,
0: as possibly linked. Yeah.
1: Let me check this one now. So this is from, this is an April 15th, 2022 article. What does it say? Uh, The murder of Carol Daniels. On a surprisingly mild August afternoon, 2009, Carol Daniels made a trip she had made many times before. She traveled from her home in northeast Oklahoma City to a church at which she was the pastor in Anadarko, Oklahoma. The trip would take on average just over an hour. Anadarko is a small, poorer town southwest of Oklahoma City metro area. Miss Daniels has made the trip many times before. She would arrive at the church close to 10 a.m. Often there would be no congregants to preach to, but in case they did show up, Miss Daniels was there. Oh, this is gonna go into like a, this. Is like, yeah. This is like written like a like a novel. But essentially, I guess she disappeared on the way. Is that what happened? Um,
0: she was murdered in her own church. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, yeah. So the incident was between ten and twelve p.m. in her own yeah. ch- ten a.m. and twelve p.m. in her own church. And we know that she arrived at the church and no one was there. Yeah. Okay.
0: And, and I just want to say, like, these murders may not even be related. This is my own theory. It's my own personal theory. You know that there's something you know going on here that they may be connected you know so another thing that stuck out to me the the person said that their psychic friend said the names the (laughs) the name of the killer is joseph or charles
1: quick question just before you get into that what again about carol phillips made you think it was connected
0: throat slash and body pose crime scene stage so she was same thing yeah and body posing is like super super rare in murders and then if you got like the throat the when you see nearly decapitated like three times you know you're like damn that's interesting something is going on there dude nearly decapitated and body posing it's like dang dude what a combo (laughs) so
1: so the psychic says charles or what was the other possible name joseph so the psychic's saying in the comments, or the guy saying in the comments that his psychic friend yeah. is saying that the killer was named one of these first two names, which could be total bullshit, obviously. I know.
0: And yeah. then it clicked to me that Joseph and Charles were the two main suspects of Jack the Ripper. So I'm like, you know what? This guy may be a Jack the Ripper fanboy doing all this... Uh, post-mortem mutilation you know along with the posing and stuff like that so i'm like dang this guy's like kind of trolling you know in your
1: mind in your mind when you're reading this are you thinking to yourself the person behind this account could be the person yeah or
0: knows who did it so uh you know all these things are clicking and you know i'm thinking i may be schizo and it it could be just another whack job and i'm like making things fit that shouldn't fit but it's enough for me to like at least want to know who's behind this you know and uh, I still don't know who's behind this account, but I will find out. I'll tell you that much. Uh, another thing that clicked to me, last year there was a murder of a woman in Atlanta, Piedmont Park. I think that's how you say it. Her name was Katie Janess. How do you spell the last name? J A N E S S. J. And her murder was completely Jack the Ripper inspired, and it had. Can you uh,
1: explain Jack the Ripper to people who aren't familiar?
0: Uh, he's you know a UK uh, serial killer, is never caught, but you know he did the throat slashing and all the extra stuff uh, afterwards, like post-mortem mutilation, staging, body posing. So, okay. you know. So this
1: woman in Atlanta, what was her name? Katie Janice. Catherine Jeunesse. Okay, law enforcement sources and a former prosecutor say elements of the Catherine Jeunesse murder at Piedmont Park in Midtown suggest that there may be, quote, a familiarity, unquote, between the victim and the killer. A top Atlanta Police Department commander said recently investigators are getting close to solving the gruesome crime from last July. They did not provide further details. Now, mind you, this article is from six months ago, so it's still not solved. I guess they weren't that close. It happened last year.
0: I don't think they're going to solve it for a while, dude, unless some major uh, break happens and... You know, I would like it to be for me, but, you know, who knows, dude. (laughs) So anyways, uh, you know, she was killed and uh, certain things stick out. There's a lot of Jack the Ripper inspired murders, but when it's like, it's kind of like a stalking thing that has to go on beforehand and not just like somebody uh, going ham on homeless or escorts or something like that. There has to be like certain things that click you know for me to think that they're they're related you know question on
1: the i'm just thinking of this out loud based on how you just explained that with some of the familiarity stuff here but like do we know if the delphi girls decided to go there to hike because they were meeting somebody
0: that is unknown at this time you know i don't i don't know it might be known by law enforcement but i don't know that I don't know that, that. could be interesting. Yeah, that's that's a theory that's out there, you know? Because this
1: could be, like, the kind of person who, in different ways, be it through just online and then meets them in person yeah. and fucks them over, or also meeting people in person as well before yeah. and getting to know them then decides to take action on these various individuals that
0: are targeted. Here's the thing that's not known at this time. It's like, you know, it could be this person just sets Ta- a track. Talking to the Michael little. <laughs> it could be the person sets a trap and uh, whoever walks in, walks in and then they do their thing. But it could also be where they're stalking, you know, each victim. And that's what I tend to believe. Cause like Stevenson's, they knew the the door code to buzz into their condo. Like um, Delphi, just like, I, I, I just have a good feeling they were being targeted beforehand. And uh, same with the pastor and same with, you know, Katie and, uh, Probably Evansdale too. I don't. I don't know much about that case. A lot. A lot more kept hush on that case, you know. Um, but I, I tend to think they were targeted. It's not just people uh, picked at random, you know. I think right. he knows of them beforehand. That's just my own personal theory. But um, what other ones did you see that the killer was described as having a gate on? Um missy bevers and this is like my this is where we get like into the offshoots where it's like half and half i'm like iffy on if it's the same killer but this is my own theory i call the gate killer theory uh yeah <laughs> yeah you got missy bevers chelsea small um you know once i plugged once i saw the gate from that posters uh you know yeah, comments um- I plugged in gay, and all this crazy stuff popped up,
1: man. I'm gonna put the picture from the Chelsea Small case in the yeah. corner of the screen. So it's a security camera footage, but it's yeah. not moving. It's just a it's just a shot. Yeah, just. But a if shot. you look at this individual, it is a very very similar profile to the Delphi. To same colorway, same like yep. choice
0: of clothing. I'm not saying exact exact uniform. I'm saying like the you know construction looking the, uniform. The, bo-
1: the body, yeah. like,
0: shape. Yeah.
1: Looks so similar. The hair out the back as well with a low-brimmed hat on.
0: You see just similar things across all of them. Like, uh, and who
1: was Chelsea Small? Like,
0: where she was, was a one? worker at Advance America in, uh, I, I believe it was Jackson, Michigan. Then, oh, when was that one? I want to say 2016. 2016? These are all happening. Wow. Okay. So No, was it 2013? thirteen? Two thousand. Yeah, it was 2013. Yeah. Good
1: call. November 2013. Taylor, Michigan police respond to a silent alarm triggered from a check advance company. They find 30-year-old Chelsea Small, the teller, dead behind her desk. So she was at a bank. Yeah. Was it an attempted bank robbery?
0: Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) Because they
1: didn't take anything. That one's
0: not known for sure either. They took like a small amount of cash, but not as much as they could have. But it looked like a hit to me or like, uh, not that somebody paid for it, but that he planned it he he knew he wanted her yeah he wanted her or, yeah, he wanted her her, or at least somebody weapon. in that building for whatever reason he wanted whoever was in that building for sure um yeah yeah that one uh is that where they describe killer with a gate? Yeah, killer with a gate. Yeah. You know, and that—that's what's weird about that one. Like you have certain things that match, but you don't have the throw slashing, you don't have the body posing, you don't have the staging. Mm. What you have is the gate, the brown hair. You know, um, and she had tri-
1: she had triggered an alarm, so he didn't have time to stay there too. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: Now, but this is with a gun. Yeah, had the other ones been with guns?
0: No, the gun was rumored to be used in uh, Delphi uh to- gain compliance that's not known for sure but
1: they're they're pretty now based on the information we have we don't think that's the case mm. but it what, may have been used as you said to like get them to go with him but that's yeah. not how he killed them
0: yeah what i noticed across all these murders like a, a sense of flair it's like something's got to be unique like special like something that's just not normal it's like you know eccentric you know so uh yeah it's my personal belief that chelsea small is you know the same killer as delphi you know uh because you got yeah it's like same eight you know it's a it's a white dude who similar build the brown hair you see brown hair across all of them i'm gonna get into the other murders too and then uh it just seems like professional like he's been doing it a while you know so, do you
1: think when you're talking about the posing and the stuff like that do you think there could also be a connection to some sort of cult ritual with it like something bigger than the person not just their own personal tagline
0: um yeah my theory is that is like a red herring for police just to like shock them and get them in, looking into rabbit holes that I don't I don't
1: So it's not like a satanic ritual or something? It's just... I don't think
0: so. I I think he likes uh, making people scratch their heads. (laughs) That's what I think. Yeah. So
1: fascinating. Fascinating is actually not the best word there. It's it's frightening is a word that comes to mind first, but it's a lot of different things. When you think about why certain people become wired this way, like when you look at serial killers unless i'm sure i'm missing one out there that's like this there's got to be some exception but it's it's never about money it's yeah. never about things like that it's about this it's about a combination of power insecurities that they want to act on to feel to remove that feeling yeah and us obviously clearly a sick psychosis that leads them to believe that a higher power or something has told them they're supposed to do this to people even if it's just an excuse they make to themselves to get their own pleasure out of it because they're sick you know they have like necrophilia shit like that whatever it is like there's something in that that as a human being we're very lucky to be able to say well we don't understand what that is but we want to know how someone gets to that point because they were another functioning human being born onto this earth and they ended up Becoming so fucked up that they were capable
0: of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think uh, his brain box is gone, man. <laughs> he's clearly, just gone, dude. Clearly. Yeah. Um... But, like, even, like, the famous...
1: Like, the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world. You know, the the Nightcrawlers. The, the Zodiac Killer, who allegedly, obviously, was never caught. I think someone recently, they tried to say he's dead now, but it was... Him. I don't know. But, like, these people they do this crazy shit and they don't get anything out of it other than their own joy in doing the shit
0: yeah you know uh it goes just like in true detective man he says this goes way back yeah now (laughs) now that's
1: the first season of that show i think might be the best season of tv i've ever seen in my life i love it dude (laughs) <laughs> it's so, it doesn't get old. It's so fucking good. Like, if people haven't okay. seen that, I mean, Jesus Christ, yeah, go, go watch look. that. It's incredible. But that was, like, it's been a while since I watched it. That was, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, that was, like, there was the family down in, in Louisiana that was tied to all this satanic shit, and they were doing, like, ritual killings and yeah, that and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Which is, a, that, that's even, like, another level to it but again that's not what you you view you view this guy as his own yeah
0: I just solo uh, soldier it's flair over religion flair over occultism at least that's how i view it you know <laughs> i could be wrong on that but how, how
1: many have there been like you seem to be the guy making the tie between a lot of this stuff but these True crime podcast, like the one you were mentioning, there's so many of these out there now that just sit around and talk about cold cases and they help solve some of these things. Yeah. I can't think of examples off the top of my head, but I've seen stories before where it's like, oh, it was solved because Dude. of a podcast.
0: You're going to love this one. Their uh, uh, murder has actually been solved. Like, someone's been put behind bars that wasn't murder because of the Delphi killings, because somebody called on their neighbor. I forgot what state it was, but uh, they thought somebody had murdered, uh, like, Somebody, or you know, they put <laughs> well, in that's phone usually phone. what happens. Yeah. Somebody murders somebody. <laughs> so they put in the, they put in the call, and uh, you know, it turns out he did murder that person, but he wasn't the Delphi killer. So you know, the person, but they
1: were calling about the Delphi
0: murders. Yeah, they said they thought it might be him, and, and then they uh, found
1: out he killed somebody else. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then they it, it wow. kind of like died down. The person who made the call didn't really. uh... I don't think they poked their head out, but you know, it almost seems like people were discouraged. You know, they don't care if they catch like. Five other killers, as you know, as long as it's a Delphi killer, it's got to be caught. And I'm like, dang, that's crazy, dude. That's why this thing is, like, it's almost been gamified. Like, it's been, uh, it's like the Super Bowl, man. It's crazy. Like, everybody just wants the top prize, even if uh, what they get along the way is more important, you know?
1: Well, that's the thing. We make a game out of, out of it. It's just like, like, I make the example between sports and politics now. It wasn't like this when I was growing up, but, like, now politics are, are like, the worst side of sports people are are they they're rooting for like their favorite player and their favorite team and they get so fucking provincial over and it's not like it's not like you're (laughs) tailgating on sunday getting drunk having a good time and getting in fights with people you know verbally in that case hopefully where where you're just fighting over teams and then you go to work on monday it's like no no like they carry this with them everywhere and to me like now you look at crime stories i mean you saw what happened with the gabby petito thing last year which hell i was tracking it too that shit was wild but like we the thing that annoyed me is that we turned it into it was it was about it was yeah it was about more than actually trying to get justice and find brian laundry and get to the bottom of it it became like this like social media i I don't want to desensitize it but people did like they they, it became this social media like meme war sometimes you know and it, it became like team gabby team bryant's like dude like a young lady was murdered here like yeah. th- this is some serious like you know i i go back to thinking about that and i'm like imagine being her family like she's with her boyfriend and her boyfriend like that's a wor- one of the worst things that can happen you know what i mean it, it's it's like we we make it this like there's people taking drone footage of the parents house and trying to do breakdowns of was there a hand coming out of the garden it's like guys I get it, like, you know, you're trying to be whatever, but, like, to your point, like you were saying about that one commenter, these are people's lives, dude, you can't be
0: shit-talking like that, you know? uh, Everybody wants to be a know-it-all, you know, and, like, that's why I always, like, stay humble and don't say that I have all the answers or know who did it, because I don't. (laughs) Yeah. But you know theories are one thing but having something tangible is like what you want something tangible is always better than a theory you know that's what cops want that's what cops get excited over they don't want to hear theories they want they want something you know
1: well they like someone coming with concrete stuff like you where you were able to get into accounts and prove connections and links that they couldn't identify themselves like that's yeah. that's not just someone like yo i got this friend he's a little yeah. nutty like i don't know man Shh. like they're like oh fuck it's like scooby-doo
0: got- sometimes yeah they're like uh the donny osmond brothers did it i'm like what the- i never <laughs> heard of them and they're like they did it they did it you did it you know but,
1: um, well, I cut you off series. somewhere in there. You were tying together... I think the last one we oh, talked about yeah. was Chelsea Small, but then we were talking about like the the whether or not this guy was doing his own type of symbols versus like some sort of cult shit, and you were saying it's his own shit, but then you said something about there were even some more murders you haven't brought yeah, up yet. Yeah, three
0: more um, events, and actually four more. Uh, in relation to Chelsea Small, there was... A gun store robbery. This is why I got her confused with Jackson, Michigan. The the gun store robbery was in Jackson, Michigan. Uh, so she was like November 2013. The gun store robbery was May 2013, and uh, this guy stole a bunch of silencers from a sporting goods store.
1: Now, how did you find this? Uh,
0: because people online websleuths.com, Uh, dot com, I believe they said they believed. Uh that it was the same person that did the robbery that, you know, pulled the silencer out on Chelsea Small. And the reason they believe that is because the police even kind of suspect that the ATF has been looking for this guy forever since it Where happened. Where
1: was that robbery?
0: Uh, Jackson. So if you type in Jackson, Michigan, r- r- gun store robbery, um, ATF, make sure you put ATF in there. Uh, it'll show up.
1: Gun store robbery. All right. ATF this is from September
0: 2019. Yeah. And the ATF uh they have a tweet. ATF
1: still looking for gun theft suspect Does in Jackson. They,
0: they believe he may be a suspect in another case they have. Oh, they have that type see that's what I'm saying. Now he,
1: he's now he's a little bigger here.
0: Exactly. That's what kind of throws me off. So I'm like it but could be a... him it can but he matches a lot of the stuff. I don't I don't hear anything about a gate. The surveillance is too crappy to make that assumption and have to be the people that saw him in the gun store
1: and this was in may 2013 he then killed chelsea in november
0: yeah but i believe that person at the gun store definitely knew who killed chelsea it, why do you believe that because even the police kind of think so because no other homicide had happened with the silencer in that whole state like the one of the detectives on chelsea smalls wait uh, where
1: was chelsea smalls killed
0: michigan same state as the gun oh. store robbery months later So I believe that guy knows the killer or is the killer and just, like, you know, did meth or something, lost a few pounds, whatever, but he's associated with it.
1: Let me play cynic, though, on that one. There's so much on the black market with guns and gun pieces. Like, if I wanted to, and I obviously don't, but if I wanted to commit a federal crime right now and go get myself a gun silencer, (laughs) I'll bet I can... I'll bet I can take out my phone and it is, it. it is, I can find three Alpha people a. in there that are going to get me to <laughs> the source or be a source yeah. right away.
0: Yeah, most likely, man. You got a point there. But yeah, I would, you know, in 2013, yeah, they still had that stuff going on back then, but. You know,
1: did they pick, did they recover the gun from the scene or he took it? No, he took
0: he, uh, took, he took it, it with him. Right, so they, they don't never have, recovered any of those silencers know. ever. So, so they can't
1: measure like the serial numbers. Yeah, or anything. that's
0: another. Uh, you know, it's like a what if, and it's like a maybe, big maybe on that one. But either way, I think Chelsea Small's uh, killer is. You know, my own theory is that it is the Delphi murderer for sure. Just because the colorway, choice choice of everything, man. It's like, dang. That but guy, d-
1: That when you look at that yeah. shot, I'll put it in the corner again so people can see it. And I'll put it next to the image that we have of the Delphi murderer. It is, obviously, they're both blurry. The Delphi murders from farther away. But the shaping, it's creepy. I mean, it yeah, definitely, I, like, it could be. No I'm way. not saying it is, I'm saying it could be.
0: There's, um, you know, two comments I want to make. Uh, Go ahead. One, uh, I think he kind of looks like Michael Moore. And two, <laughs> he's kind of like in the gunstore robbery. That guy's trying to dress like the guy from No Country for Old Men, the serial killer hitman hybrid. But he's like the plus size version. <laughs> he's a smart value version. The great pantry version, you know.
1: That is true. That haircut, there's no doubt about that. He's a weirdo, dude. That's, yeah, <laughs> dude. I don't. Damn. Man, it is a fucked up world out there. Yeah. People do some weird shit for purpose. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, that whole gate thing led me to. Any uh, others
1: that tied yeah, in the gate?
0: The Florence Salon killings. Florence, I forgot what state. It? Uh, Florence F L O R E N C E. Florence
1: Salon murders got. It. Okay.
0: Let's yeah, see I forgot what state boy, that, that, boy. that was. Was in Missouri or something? Some of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh you see uh twenty years ago. Yeah. Two
1: thousand one. So this is a little off timeline. The, exactly. the other ones we were
0: talking were more recent.
1: I think the oldest one was oh nine, is that sound yeah. right? But and this then one the stuck newest out one was twenty
0: seventeen. The Great Ben and Florence, I'll get into Great Ben in a little bit. They're kinda like on more on the outer realm of my theory of like they maybe, maybe not, but a couple things stick out. The gate, brown hair, like He dressed like Jack the Ripper for that uh, (laughs) murder. So it kind of plays into my whole, this guy's a Jack the Ripper fanboy, you know?
1: Well, that's the other thing.
0: If guys, where it gets wacky.
1: If if the quote-unquote killer from the other ones we were looking at is ripping off Jack the Ripper, Jack the Ripper's a famous killer, so the things are known about him. There could be several different copycatters. Exactly. Just like the
0: New York Ripper, which I don't believe has any relation, maybe, whatever. But... Uh, exactly, exactly. So you know, throw a great bend in there too. That's on like the outer realm, mainly because the timeline and like it doesn't have the body posing or the staging. But those are possibilities. And
1: minus the husband, what was it, Penny and and
0: Oh yeah, Uh, that one's more recent. Stevenson. Yeah, that one. But minus
1: the husband in that, these are all women.
0: Yeah, yeah. All the other murders are women. Yeah, it's all women, little girls like this guy's weird. Never a man. Weird. Okay. Yeah. It's all it's all like, you know, I'm guessing easier targets or whatever, but
1: I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, another one that came up when I typed in the gate thing was um Honey and Barry Sherman, and that Honey, had
1: Honey and Barry Sh- Sherman
0: another, another old couple.
1: I fucked up that typing. Never <laughs> The bodies of Honey, 70, and Barry, 75 Sherman were first discovered on December 15, 2017 at their mansion at 50 Old Colony Road. Yeah. Which was in... Toronto. Oh, so this is out of country.
0: Yeah, it was near the U.S. border. Oh, yeah, because this guy's
1: doing shit in Michigan and Indiana.
0: And it has the body posing, the gait. I'm going to take a wild guess. He's white. uh... Toronto's
1: white. How close... I forget. Toronto's close to Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. So let's see. I'm just pulling up a map on my end just to check out some shit here. Okay. Was it like 100 miles? Uh, Yeah, that's still dangerously close to Michigan. Looks like I'm eyeballing it. Looks like you could get to Michigan in at least a couple hours.
0: So, you know, that's another one in my whole realm of possibilities, you know, and that's the final one, I would say. But... It had the weird staging, body posing, the gait, you know. And uh, looked like a targeted attack as well. It wasn't some random thing. This guy, he was definitely gunning for them. And, you know. Oh, I forgot about Missy Bevers. That's another one with a gate targeted attack. Did
1: we talked. You and I might have talked about her off camera. Yeah. Missy Bevers. Yeah. Pull her up. Yeah, we didn't talk about this one yet on this.
0: So this was April 2016. Yeah. But the one in Texas that one gets iffy because it's in Texas, and uh, the cause of death isn't released on that one. That's what kind of makes me look into things a lot is like when I see the cause of death isn't released, I know something really weird happened, you know. Because usually if it's a shooting or just straight-up stabbing, they'll just say that. But if there's some weird stuff going on, they'll say they won't release the cause of death. Like Evansdale, Bill and Peggy Stevenson, um, yeah, the other one, they uh, did not Delphi. Conf- they did yeah.
1: not confirm whether it was the weapon of murder. A police warrant alleged that... Uh, or Bevers was found with several puncture wounds to the head and chest. A police warrant alleged... And these that these wounds were consistent with tools the suspect was carrying through the building, although police did not confirm whether it was the weapon of murder or the hammer was found alongside other tools near Bever's body. So there's a little bit of information now on it, but still not the full. Yeah, not confirming it's just one thing. It's
0: the whole gate, you know. This guy had a gate, too. He had a gate, too. That's what I'm saying. So you see all these gates, you know, Florence gay, this one gay, Delphi Delphi rumored gay, Honey and Barry Sherman gay. That's why I say the gate killer, you know. Uh, so it's just like it could be there's four or five guys out there with, like, gates, you know, gates weird enough where the, the cops are saying, look at the gate, look at the gate. It's like, I don't know, man. It's like I think there's some connection, at least with a few of these, you know.
1: Well, I'm actually thinking also now because all the ones we're looking at, what was the latest one we looked at? Like 2017 or something like that?
0: 2021.
1: When, what was the one in 2021?
0: Katie uh, Janess. Oh,
1: that's right.
0: So there has yeah. been one recently again.
1: Yeah. And that was Katie Janess. Which one was that? that uh, was... Atlanta. Her, yeah.
0: her and her dog got sliced up, but... The investigators said they yeah. think they knew each other. Yeah. Okay. So there
1: has been one pretty recent. Because like, I, I always wonder if something like this got a little more mainstream, that, like, oh, they're looking for a gate killer because people started to make noise about it online It started to get on more true crime podcasts, of which there are fucking thousands of them. Yeah. You know, if in today's world that would put the rabbit in the hat even for, like, a sick person like this, you know, because, like, we've seen serial killers walk away in the past from, like, they stopped doing it and they never got caught because of that. There was even the one guy... Finally got caught a few years ago, maybe it was like the Golden Gate Killer or oh, the something Golden like that. Golden State yeah. Killer. Yeah. Like that guy just stopped doing it, apparently. Yeah. Like he did it for a while and then I guess it was too hot. So like today the way the trail could get hot is if like there's some online public interest campaigns about it run through, you know, different forums and podcasts and stuff. One can only hope. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess.
0: Yeah, but, there is a huge possibility of uh overlinkage, but you know, the way it seems where I stand right now is anybody with a gate should be uh, held with suspicion. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that really narrows it down. Yeah, there you go. It's not... It's plenty of people have a gate. But, like, what? <laughs> what are you... Like, you had the one guy where you had the opportunity to be able to use some of your... More discreet skills and hack into his accounts. Once you figure yeah. out who it was, but like, what are you looking for now? Are you looking for more like loose end people of interest that the cops can't figure out who it is? Like, is there anyone without revealing revealing details of some active um, stuff you're working well, on? Is there the gr- stuff that you're that you're checking out?
0: Yeah. Besides that post, getting behind who made that weirdo uh, cryptic post, I uh, contacted the Great Bend uh, Bakery murders. Those those were two women uh, whose necks were sliced uh, near the Florence uh, era. You know, the early two thousands. And my whole purpose for that, is called? the Great Bend. Uh, bakery murders.
1: So you contacted the detectives? Yeah,
0: the Great <laughs> Bend Police Department. And uh, they have a witness in that murder. I don't know if he's still alive, but police know who it is. 2002, Kansas. Yeah, so I contacted them. I said, I showed them all the murders I think may be related. And I said, hey, show your witness the picture, you know, the picture of the gun store robbery and see if something clicks, you know. And hopefully if something clicks, they're linked, whatever. If nothing clicks, then you could cross XOS out as a whole other murderer and that's like it narrows things down, you know? Mm. So another thing I did too, I contacted Kevin Donovan. He's in charge of unsealing all the documents in uh the Sherman case and I showed him Which case? Uh Honey and Barry Sherman, the billionaires that were post. So in Toronto. I, yeah, I showed him all the murders I thought were linked. He got back to me uh I showed him the picture of a, uh, you know, the gun store robbery and stuff like that and, you know, he since he's the one unsealing the documents on the civilian side, uh, what is what does that mean? That means stuff that's sealed, he's arguing with the courts to get it unsealed cuz he's it. part of the press. So the reason I sent him all the stuff
1: Wait, he's a I, he's not a detective. He's a he's press He's a journalist.
0: journalist. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm hoping by showing him what my theories are <laughs> What I got that if anything clicks, it narrows stuff down. So I'm creating like a huge dragnet. Same thing I did with like Matt Sullivan and Kate. By the way, they're great people. They've shown me a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Those are the podcasters. Yeah, they're amazing people. And, uh, you know, Kevin, he's got, you know, eyes out, more eyes out than he had before for different things. And uh, also there's a Twitter account called Aggressive Fruit. It's a chick. I don't know her name, but... She shared info with me. I've I've helped her out with a lot of stuff. Um, she's like the probably the smartest person on the Katie Janice case that I know of online on the civilian side. So I tell her all my theories, and she's got a dragnet out, um, you know, looking for different things as well. So yeah, my goal is to just like get more stuff clicking, and whether it's over linkage or not, you know. Uh, wherever there's less noise on older cases, you could hit, like, huge home runs when it comes to uh, getting cops tangible leads versus theories, you know?
1: What what really drives you to do this? Because we'll get into some of the stuff, like, and you <laughs> yeah. come up through hacking and things you've done in the past where, let's be honest, like, you've done some stuff where it's not on the Sh- law enforcement side. Oh, it's yeah. on the other side, right? Yeah. So, like, what... You know, you said you got interested after the whole like catfishing thing that we talked about at the very beginning, yeah. but like you seem to also have a drive to want to solve these things. Is it is it si- is as simple as the fact that like you know unsolved murders? It's the worst thing another human can do to another human, and you feel a calling to want to be able to use your skills to help that, or is there something more to it?
0: Yeah, it's like it's cool because you could like do illegal stuff like dox people or uh, hack and as long as you do it you know, within certain boundaries and tastefully, you get away with it it's sick, dude, but besides that it's, um, yeah, you get to help families out and uh, that's that's nice I, I don't care about reward money at all, if I'm being honest and, you know, I like kind of, I know this guy's out there and I know he's watching and uh, I kind of want him to be scared (laughs) i wanted to be unnerved that he's got somebody on his on his ass dude yeah somebody that is like just like
1: some dude connected to the cases you're saying
0: no me (laughs) no no, no.
1: i'm saying like that guy
0: (laughs) oh the guy that i want to be scared is the killer the killer himself or you know who all the killers if there's multiple you know now how did you like when did you first
1: get into hacking was this something you were working on all of growing up or like something Uh, you started to pick up high school college what's the story
0: uh i used to hack like my wife my neighbor's wi-fi when back when it was wep uh it was way easier back then and like what's wep uh that's like the old protocol for wi-fi routers like uh, now it's wpa2 and probably some other stuff or whatever
1: you were doing this when you were a kid yeah and what what do you what do you do when you hack a Wi-Fi?
0: Uh, you could use it. You know that's it, all you wanted it for. Yeah, they have a code on it, and you break it. And the reason I would do that is because I would move around a lot. Uh, we get into a new house, uh, and the at the time was Verizon. The Verizon people couldn't come till two weeks later, so that's two weeks without internet. But the neighbor's Wi-Fi is, like, booming. So I would hack into it, and I would have Wi-Fi before the rest of my family. It was so sick, dude. How would you hack in? Uh, Use programs like Kali Linux at the time was pretty freaking solid, man. That was sick, dude. And, uh, you know, it was all Linux stuff at the time. And then...
1: For people who have no idea what you're talking about, how does that work?
0: uh, You... Basically, run a different operating system on your computer that's not Windows or Mac. Yep, it's that's Linux. Linux. Yeah, yep. and it's preloaded. You know, depending on what version of Linux you get, this version of Linux was like preloaded. So uh, I'm sure there's better stuff out now. I don't really mess with Linux too much these days, if I'm being honest. But uh, this this one was preloaded with a bunch of goodies. You know, and uh, it it had something on it that could crack uh, the WEP codes at the time. Mm. So you know i would i would let it run come back a day later and it would crack the code and then i would use it and uh, i would do sql injections on like old you know rinky dink websites and get their databases dumped and what does that
1: mean sql injection
0: uh that's where like you, you mess with the uh, you basically like kind of confuse a website to spitting out stuff it wasn't supposed to spit out you know so kinda, like what like uh, passwords and usernames for all the people in the database of that forum or website, whatever. It was pretty sick, dude. You yeah. get
1: so okay. So those passwords and usernames can include obviously emails and everything. Yeah, it's yeah. Them, You have all their That's info. In there.
0: It's so sick, dude. So I, I Matt did that Cox would have loved this. <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely would have.
1: Wow. <laughs> okay, so you would do that.
0: Yeah, and then I uh, I did uh, there was a. This one when I was a little older. There was like the Heartbleed attack. I did that the first day it was revealed. I did that on a couple sites. And What uh, is that? Man, that was... I can't remember the time, but uh, Metasploit had released... You know, Metasploit is like a real, uh, what they call, script kitty, like a noob uh, program. And I am a noob when it comes to hacking. Like, I just use what's available. I'm not like freaking a mathematical genius or anything like that, you know? So, I use that thing, and I, I would... You basically shoot that at a couple websites and it would spit out stuff it wasn't supposed to, you know, <laughs> similar concept, you know, but like usernames and passwords. Yeah, exactly. There's certificates like stuff, you know, stuff that was supposed to be guarded uh, would get revealed once you spit the right stuff at it, you know. Yeah. So
1: were these different programs exploiting zero days in the software pretty much?
0: Yeah, at the time before they were uh-huh. patched, yeah, and it was a lot easier back then than it is now, for sure, cuz back when I was dabbling in it, um, you know, sites weren't as taken care of as they are now. They were just kind of like janky, you know. There was a lot like a lot of forms from the 90s like still left over, so you could you can experiment with it, so
1: Well, how like cuz a lot of people now use like squarespace and stuff like they won't build things from scratch so how amazon that's like a that's centralized protected
0: then yeah it's still possible but it's um it's hard a lot harder a lot harder It's good yeah it is good (laughs) (laughs) bad for you Good, good for everybody else but the way i do hacking now i made a lot of friends in the gaming community uh like Voxy, who's from Bulgaria, he got arrested for breaking uh, Denovo. Uh, Birdiev, he's a arrested flipper. Denovo, yeah, it's a DRM protection on games. Uh, it makes games run like really slow. But so when a game releases, it takes them a little bit to crack it, like you know, a couple days to a month. But it makes it makes games run slower. So it's like a third-party s- uh, software you get a license for, and it it makes it. So your, your game can't, like, you can't just, like, get the game files and put it online and people could spread it around. Like, it only works for your machine. It's only good for that PC, basically. Wait, what's, so what's the benefit of it? <laughs> that it, de- it delays a game getting pirated so there's more profit. And this guy was cracking it like crazy,
1: oh, dude. Oh, God. I was thinking of something else. So this guy cracked it, and he's then he was able it. to get pirated Yeah, like and crazy. he got arrested,
0: and he's a good friend. I, I love Oxy man. How'd you meet him? Uh, through Discord.
1: <laughs> shit. Yeah.
0: I didn't meet him, meet him. I just talked to him a lot. Well, that's what it means in
1: today's culture yeah. when we say we
0: meet people. I mean, yeah, it exactly. means online. But he taught me a lot about asset flipping. He taught me a lot, dude. Like, when you say asset flipping again, what does that mean? <laughs> it means... Uh, you, like the modding of stuff. Yeah, you make you take assets off the assets store, and a lot of stuff that's pretty basically means a lot more stuff in your game is not custom made. It's like frankenstein in. So you know, you might have a uh, Roblox looking model with a triple A, you know, Call of Duty, Resident Evil looking model, and they just don't match because they were not meant to be in the same game. But you. Bought both of them off the Asset Store so you feel like you have to use them, so you just shove it all in there. It's like if you were video editing and you had a, a bunch of random videos in a folder and you just threw the whole folder in your video editing software, that's pretty much what it is, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, but I love it because, you, you know, to to polish uh, a turd into gold, uh, that's basically what it is. It's what music's about, sampling's about, like all that stuff. It's like, it feels like alchemy, dude. That's why... I compare it to being a DJ or a beat maker cuz you're you're taking stuff that wasn't supposed to be together and you put it together anyways and you make it work and you know people will bitch about it and stuff but it makes money it makes if it makes people laugh then you know it's a good thing <laughs> right yeah. Uh, recently I met the leader uh, met I should say talked online with uh, the leader of Lapsus uh Arion and that guy's amazing dude. I love that guy. Now
1: he's like seventeen years old, right? Yeah. He's young. He's
0: smart, dude. He's smart as hell.
1: Now can you explain Lapsus like Lapsus dollar sign is, is the hacking group.
0: They've done yeah. some wild yeah, shit. Yeah, they've been in the news, man. They're they're making bangers, dude. They hacked NVIDIA, hacked Microsoft, hacked T Mobile hacked octa yeah they're hacking everybody dude like if they, but they know who Arion is so how is he not in handcuffs yet because uh, he got since you know he was like a first time offender in terms of the law <laughs> and he just got slapped on the wrist and uh so they did pick him up. Yeah, he got he got scared for sure. You know, but March 2022. Yeah, but he's back. He's back on the streets, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot and ready, dude. All right. So notable breaches in
1: 2020, and you can literally get a Wikipedia page on him. It's yeah. lapses, L-A-P-S-U-S dollar sign. In 2022, the group was involved in several cybersecurity crimes, leading to the publication of victims' data, including leaking source code and employee credentials from NVIDIA, including the release of code signing certificates, a breach of Microsoft, and the release of 37 gigabytes of source code from an Azure dev ops server. This was claimed to include 90% of the source code for the Bing search engine, a breach of of Mercado (laughs) Libre, an e-commerce company, a release of the source code of Samsung Galaxy phones and Samsung company data, a cybersecurity incident with the gaming company Ubisoft, a breach in the identity and access management company Okta A breach of 70 gigabytes dump from Globent and a breach of T Mobile Systems. So, what specifically, like, what are how was he doing this? Was he using like phishing techniques? Like, what was Uh, how did he get in there?
0: I hook or crook, dude, sim swapping, fake subpoenas, bribery, extortion, like all sorts of crazy stuff, man. That guy's crazy. That's the thing about ransomware attacks, yeah, hacking, you know. Most of the hackers I talked to today, they're doing everything but touching a command prompt. They're buying cookies. They're doing the SIM swaps, bribing the employees. Like, all this crazy stuff. Not the Hacker Man stuff you see in movies. They're doing all these weird tricks that may exist for only this moment in time, but they work. What's a SIM swap? Like, how does that work? Uh, You basically trick the phone company to uh, giving someone else's whole, like, phone... uh, onto your phone, basically. <laughs>
1: now, how would you do that?
0: Uh, you know, in his case, you could bribe a, a, a phone employee. You could call them up, pretend to be the other person, and social engineer them, and they swap it out. Anyways, that's how, like, a lot of beats get leaked from rappers and stuff and producers
1: so they have to they need some form of information they need like the last four digits yeah. of their social yeah. security they need their address and stuff like that so basically they're using other hacking protocols to be able to scrape and get that information and then they use that to mm-hmm. do a full sim swap
0: just keep pivoting just like the whole fake subpoena thing and you know yeah. what's to- that uh, where you hack into a, like a rinky-dink local police department, and you start shooting out, you know, fake subpoenas to get companies to cough up stuff. So let's say you can't get an iCloud account. Well, uh, you want something in that iCloud account. You could just fake subpoena Apple, and they'll cough it up. You know, so you don't.
1: But they won't just give that up because Apple does protect data, right? They
0: do give it up if it's the right court order, right subpoena, and it tricks them. You know.
1: But huh. That's kind of weird because the San Bernardino thing, that guy was a terrorist.
0: That was more at the hardware level though, like the actual device. Oh, yeah, right. this is the service side, you know?
1: So they make a distinction that because I would say like, okay, the actual device has the hardware so it has everything on it, but like an iCloud account has a fuck ton on it. Oh
0: yeah. So
1: So why would they just give that up?
0: Because if they're they're always getting swarmed with requests, so they just try to make the best of what they got so like if they get a bunch of like a bunch of requests in a day saying uh hey you got to cough this up because somebody's life might be in danger they're gonna do their best to like fulfill all those requests you know
1: If you have not gotten the 8Sleep Pod Pro cover yet, then you are missing out because there's no way you're sleeping as well as I do. The 8Sleep Pod Pro cover comes in queen or king sizes. It goes right on top of your current mattress and it is wired directly into 8Sleep's proprietary app that measures your sleep stages and all kinds of scientific stuff throughout the night to make sure that you get the sleep, the the, I almost said the sleepest deep possible. The deepest sleep possible. So if you use the link in my description along with the code Trendifier at checkout, that's T-R-E-N-D-I-F-I-E-R, you will get $150 off your own 8 Sleep Pod Pro cover today. Once again, that is T R E N D I F I E R, Trendifier at checkout to get $150 off and start sleeping as well as I do today. So, in in the gaming underground. Yeah. You and I were talking off camera about my lack of knowledge, I would say, on yeah. this space, but like, you know, I was on Xbox when it was Xbox 360 early in high school, like 2010, something like that, I was a PlayStation guy. This is before PlayStation was getting big again, so I sucked at Xbox. Long story short, basically quit after a little while. But I was there for the early days of when, you know, you had the headsets going on, you were in in different rooms with people, and I was like, wow, I remember thinking to myself, this would have been so cool having this on, like, PS2 growing up and stuff. But, one of the things that came out of that in, like, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, was the quote-unquote Xbox Underground.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Which is
1: how you and I got connected, too. Yes. Because <laughs> for people who haven't heard it, I had a podcast back in, I guess, like, October or November of last year with Nick Castellucci, which actually, even though it's one of the more popular podcasts, it's one of the ones I'm most embarrassed of. Like, I thought I was he was great. I was awful because he was in the Xbox Underground, and he... Before he came into in here, his case was explained incorrectly to me. So I already had very little knowledge of this. Yeah. I was convinced to do the podcast, which I'm glad we did. Nick's awesome. But like then he got on camera, and I was like, wait, what? So he starts explaining it to me, and I had to keep on making him repeat himself because I'm like, I must be hearing this wrong. But after that podcast and talking with him… I started looking into, like, this whole Xbox Underground and what a world this was. And as someone who's not, like, an active gamer, I could only help but think that pretty much anyone who's not an active gamer has no fucking idea what went on here. But this shit was
0: wild. Yeah, it was wild, man. So
1: can you explain from, like, 30,000 feet in the air what the Xbox Underground was, vaguely, as we know of, like, who was involved and what they did and, you know, when this was going on, when it was in the come up, like, 2012, 2013, 2014?
0: I don't, you know, there's two members in particular that uh, really stuck out to me, and uh, you know, the reason why I started contacting all the cyber criminals I do in gaming is because I was inspired by Xbox Underground. It's Dave Pecora, Anthony Clark. Anthony Clark's not with us anymore, but he's from my hometown of Whittier, California, and uh, they were doing some crazy shit. They were doing a... Uh, was it the JTAG stuff for Xbox 360? They were in all sorts of stuff like blueprints, prototypes from Microsoft. They were hacking like all these game companies. They were going crazy. But, um, what happened was I was working at Target scrubbing toilets and, uh, I was a card attendant by the way. And, uh, I read an article in The Break Room on Wired Magazine uh, about Xbox Underground, and it was probably like the most important article I ever read in my life. And none of this true crime stuff would be happening right now. None of the game stuff, nothing. A lot of good stuff in my life wouldn't be happening right now if it weren't for that article. And when I read it, just like the camaraderie they had, the ingenuity. and And what were they doing? Like, oh what, man, they were What just, were they
1: known for at the time?
0: They were like the suicide squad of gaming, man. They're just pissing everybody off like doing crazy stuff. Uh they they were selling like mods and modded systems. Uh, Xbox 360s to allow people to play on modded servers. They're charging people
1: In English, can you explain that to non-hackers?
0: Um so they were making the game unfair <laughs> by giving people access to special hacked xboxes they they like hacked a chip in the xbox 360 and they're allowing people to go around and call of duty uh, you know not being the, the people when they were playing Call of Duty they couldn't die they were flying around they were doing all this stuff regular mm. players couldn't and they were charging people for that service and they were making a fuck ton of money dude they were going ham dude and uh, they eventually got caught up cause they they just kept pivoting to bigger and bigger things all always happens in cybercrime man you get carried away like you hack one thing and you don't get caught and then you're like just keep going deeper in the pool now here here's the other thing too
1: so let me provide a little context for the people who are unfamiliar out there and the people who are familiar but like where nick castellucci from episode 72 in here yeah. was involved among this was the one project that they worked on the fifa and one the fifa that one.
0: was an option that was anthony clark's deal and that that yes. one Pissed off EA yeah, games real bad, but uh,
1: well, they didn't even know about it until the FBI told I them. know, and my so Anthony Clark, for full context, who's one of the founders of Xbox Underground that yeah. you're talking about, who was involved in all these different projects, unlike Nick. Yeah, he is the partner that Nick and I respected this totally, did not really talk about a ton on the podcast, and I'm gonna keep.
0: Yeah, some of the things
1: he said off record. That guy's between, a martyr
0: to me, man. Like, yeah. I love martyrs that just like make it to the top, man. You well, go. he
1: he he killed himself. Yeah, he killed himself
0: during the court case. EA games yeah, came after Yeah, th- th- there's
1: there's stuff that they don't talk about in the news, and I don't want to. I I've, I've been very careful not to even come close to breaking confidences. But there is a. I will say this: there is a reason why Nick. Did not want to talk about that much on the podcast I had with him, and it's not because he couldn't. And I know that it's something he does think about going public with, but Anthony was – He's a genius. He he was, and he was involved in other things besides that. What was so interesting to me and the saddest part is that the case that he went down for that made him kill himself – was this FIFA case where yeah. Nick was one of the three, uh, one of the four guys, including Anthony, yeah, that's that, was scene on that
0: brought it. him down man.
1: And that case, I can't speak to this other stuff. I'm going to ask more questions on like the Call of Duty thing that you yeah. were just talking about and things like that. But like the actual FIFA case, there is a weird law. Fuck, I forget the name of it now, but I've had lawyers from other countries even hit me up about it since that podcast and say, bro, I'm so glad you talked about this. It's, it's fucking insane what they do in the U.S. But there is a weird law where they were able to find these four guilty of a crime against FIFA. But in reality, FIFA was not a victim of anything. They, yeah, didn't exactly. sti- they yeah. did not steal anything that was of worth money. They were able to to basically, and I'm oversimplifying it, but this is really what happened. They were able to get the computer... To play games, they were able to mod a hole in the software to get the computer to play games at a high rate so that every time they played a game, they got a moneyless object It is not worth money, an object called FIFA Coins. So the more FIFA Coins, the more games they could play at once to earn coins, the more coins they could get. And there happened to be a secondary market completely away from FIFA Online, where gamers who were just really into, like, gaudy things would actually spend a little bit of money on FIFA coins because then they could get something in the game. There's no money loss. There's no anything. But they were able to use this weird law to basically say, oh, if you violate the terms of service via hacking of, in this case, EA Sports with FIFA, we can find you guilty of, like, the same thing as wire fraud, which is fucking insane. Yeah, it's bunch of bullshit man total bullshit but this other stuff that's what i want to know the other stuff that he was involved in because this may make some stuff make sense to me was he also stealing things in other projects where it's technically a malicious hack and he's getting things that are of worth monetary value not on just like some bullshit secondary market
0: yeah and xbox underground they were doing a lot of crazy shit man but it wasn't you know it's malicious by the law but it wasn't like you know they they had a charm to them for sure they weren't cryptic, man they weren't like they weren't like swatters or anything like that they were you know
1: was he known by only his
0: username at the time and not his real name? I don't know about that because I didn't find out about all this till like years after the fact, but you know I just saw a kid that went from selling popcorn at Disneyland to uh making it big as a cyber criminal it was like super inspiring to me you know i was working at target (laughs) the woman's restroom everybody's having blowouts it was like shark week in there dude i was (laughs) yeah that's rough dude and you're uh, like
1: this sounds a lot better
0: yeah i was you know i was um yeah i just wanted adventure man i wanted i wanted uh i wanted to do something bigger man and uh definitely held
1: man so he was anthony clark and how many other guys were like the ring leaders of it
0: what was the total? Oh, there was a lot of them, man. There was like five or six, and I don't remember all their names. Uh, I think one was like Dylan Wheeler. I think one's still on the run. I'm not sure he was for a while. He was like from Australia or something, but...
1: Um, oh,
0: I do know about that person. Yeah, like, exactly. That's, a, that's another story. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that thing just blew out of control, but my whole goal was, I'm like, let's take the all the good from that, you know, the camaraderie, the ingenuity, the innovation, the... You know, being a community around gaming, and uh, let's let's make the cash legal. And we're not going to get as much cash, obviously, but we're going we're going to, um, you know, not go down in jail or whatever. So, So what
1: are some ways you do that
0: on uh, the legal side? Obviously, the games or whatever. But uh, I've sold like software and stuff like that. that I put together stuff for like, um, you know, Maya and stuff like that. And for what? Uh, Maya's 3D software. Yeah. So,
1: so are you fine when you say you put stuff together, are you finding like building on top of existing software and finding new ways to do stuff and then selling that asset?
0: Yeah. Like plugins, like how how, how you would have a plugin for like uh, Adobe Premiere (laughs) or whatever. Yeah, stuff like that. But Which is
1: what they did. I understand what you're saying. No, yeah, that's what they did. They just did it where much. they would they would then use it and get in some depending on the project some illicit gains and then sell that for profit to basically steal from the companies. Yeah. And that's not what you do. No. no.
0: <laughs> I ain't as smart as them if I'm being honest. But uh yeah, I kinda like you know, I make money off the games or whatever, but you know, my little my little crew and the, the all my friends and stuff like I mainly, they're mainly just friends, dude. Like, they're they are not really, you know, like, Voxy, for instance, we talk about everything but video games or hacking. Like, we talk Voxie about... Voxy
1: was... The
0: novo hacker. Right. Yeah, that got arrested. Like, yeah, it's just, like, it's almost like that thing that people say, like, you know, you're only as good as um, the weakest link in, like, your group of friends or whatever. Like, uh, I am the weakest link, so, like they're kind of dragging me along for the ride, you know? It's pretty sick, dude. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's
1: that's the power of the internet, though, too. Because, like, it brings the, the amount of... For good and bad, depending on what it is, the, the amount of intellectual capital that can be brought together at the snap of a finger around the most specific yeah, subject matters from around the world to share ideas is crazy. So... It's almost like, to me, I look around now, and, like, I don't know how everything's not hacked. Because I'm know. like, all oh, these people, they can all talk to each other all the time. Like, oh, I tried this. Oh, you tried this out? Oh, I tried this out. And they could use, you know, you guys are smart. You can use encrypted text or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, it's not stuff you would do. But, like, you know, you look at some yeah. of these people who are doing this stuff around the world. Like, there's, there's they're playing the game, too. So they know how to cover their tracks on shit. And they, yeah. they should be able to figure anything out. Like, it doesn't surprise me. For example, when I hear a story like what Laps has pulled off, I'm like, well,
0: how does that not happen every fucking day? <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, it's like, it really is um, still the Wild West. You know, parts of the inter- internet are still the Wild West. And, like, that's what I like about gaming, too. It's like, there's still a good chunk of, like, the gaming community where it is how the internet used to be. And, like, what you there's mean? a lot of freedom. Like... Um, like just the way the decorum and the way you carry yourself and stuff, it's like not as, um, claustrophobic. Like you're allowed to talk like, uh, more freely and stuff. Mm. Like I'm not talking like politically or something. I'm just talking like everybody's not as uptight, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, hacking and cyber criminals stuff. It's like not as frowned upon as it is in other spaces. So like, you know. Well there's...
1: people people are less to me, and correct me if I'm wrong here or in your experience if I'm wrong, but like people are far more open still on platforms like Reddit and platforms like YouTube comments and stuff like that uh, yeah. where there's no faces uh, yeah. or you can be anonymous versus on like Instagram where it's like your profile and this is who you are. Uh, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. The, yeah. They get out of hand sometimes or whatever, but um, you know, yeah, I just want to say if, uh, yeah, the YouTube comments, man, uh, if you're going to attack for this one, uh, no need to defend me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my beating, you know?
1: Yeah, I always tell people don't, even, ignore look at, that one. don't yeah. even look at the YouTube comments. Just ignore that on one, here. man. It's yeah. Fucking,
0: like, I think they're hilarious.
1: They're like... Yeah, there's some... The shit people come up with. I mean, they make... Even if they're, like, ripping me, which is 95% of the comments, I mean, it's pretty funny, man. Like, I'm like, yeah. wow. The creativity on here. There's even... There's an account on Twitter called something, like, absolutely ridiculous or insane YouTube comments. Just, uh, you ever yeah, seen yeah. that? Yeah. Fucking hilarious yeah. what people come up with, man.
0: Yeah, it's like a free, uh, Comedy central roast, you know? It's 100%. Good. Yeah.
1: But what else, like... What's the next frontier here? Like, let's talk about some actual hacking that goes on. So, like, the common ones that people are aware of that seem to happen a lot are phishing, right? So, people Uh, will send you an email or a text and you click the link or then when some of them it's just you click the link and you're good. They're good. Like, they get in or other ones you actually have to fill out info that they use. But, like, what are some major vulnerabilities that are becoming in mass now among like the hacking community that normal people like like you know anyone out there could be vulnerable and oh way definitely too. the
0: sim swapping um. Definitely the cookie, the purchasing of cookies, and loading them in your browser.
1: Now you talked about sim swapping, but can you explain the cookies and the purchasing and how that works?
0: Uh, there's like websites you go to, and and uh, you could purchase people's like browser cookies. So it can helps you explain, explain what that is to people? It's like how the site, you know, it's how the site remembers that you were there, basically. So you kind of full a website that you already visited it on your computer. If you're from a separate computer that actually visited it, like you purchase it, like somebody's computer got hacked, uh, you know, whether it be by pirated software or whatever, you know, there's all sorts of ways. And then their cookies get uploaded to the site and you purchase it. That's how EA was hacked Uh, uh, last year, I believe. Somebody purchased like cookies for like five, ten bucks and then... uh,
1: So someone's
0: EA's stuff was hacked. Yeah.
1: Their cookie information was then put up for sale... Someone purchased the cookie information and got
0: inside their system.
1: How did they use cookie information to get inside their system? They got in their
0: Slack channel uh, with the cookies and they fold one of the like EA employee uh, customer service basically or you know the self help thing. I don't know what it is, but it's EA's like way of helping employees if they have technical issues. So, um, basically the EA's own personal geek squad for their own employees or something, you know, and then...
1: So they posed as someone else once they were in the channel yeah. and they were able to fool them into getting
0: information that they then yeah, used they to get Yeah, they got the in. system, got a bunch of files, like models, like all sorts of stuff, like... It, how, it how, did,
1: how did the cookies let them get into the Slack channel?
0: Because basically the cookies for that whole EA thing, it like basically said hey uh we logged in already or had the login inf- information in it already they get in the slack channel because it lets them log right in because it's like hey yeah that's you come right in again based slack on the data from the cookies yeah the cookies that they loaded in and then
1: oh because that'll be like remember password and shit yeah. like that
0: oh, so shit. then they pivoted from that to something greater i don't know what exactly but they were able to like get deeper in their system and then like <laughs> leak everything from there you know yeah or grab everything, then leak it. I think they extorted EA on that one. EA didn't pay up. I'm not sure.
1: So I guess I never knew the full extent of what cookies were. I th- always thought I had the broad idea, but maybe I didn't. So it includes... It's not just measuring... It's not just the website measuring you that you were there. It's the website measuring you that you were there and then including any preloaded data for the next time yeah, you come. Yeah, exactly,
0: like device ID. So it's, like, um, customized. Yeah, it could have login information, you know. Yeah, you have a lot of stuff, and then... Uh, it just makes getting into stuff way easier because it doesn't view you as a foreign device, you know. So this is like, wow. Yeah, it's people. Next level.
1: It it is, but the big takeaway I seem to get from talking with people who know who are hackers or know a lot about hacking now, and I'm trying to like get it through my pea brain of like hacking, is that usually, pretty much in all cases. It does require, on the back end, you then getting tricked to give up the mother load. Yeah. So they can get in, but they can't re- – like, they're at, they're outside the door looking in, but they're not in the house, and then they have to interact with you under false pretenses, yep. and you have to give them information, be it social security or something as simple as, like, yeah. you know, password to a Slack channel or uh, device ID, stuff like that. And once that, once you, the user, being fished by someone, in this case, a hacker, yeah. gives that,
0: now they're in. They're in. They're ready to go, man. Fuck. Yeah, you know, it's basically a nonverbal way of social engineering. You know, <laughs> yeah. If you watch most, uh, if you go down the hacker rabbit hole, you just hear that term thrown around like all the time: social engineering, social engineering, social engineering. But yeah, it's all it's all about tricks, man, and. um you get the same result with multiple types of tricks so you know you got an arsenal you know a whole arsenal whatever is hot at the moment you know things change all the time so something that works one year might not work the next year same with months or days or whatever you know yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: so you mentioned cookies you had mentioned the sim swaps earlier we had talked about that what what else
0: what else are, are you looking at across the space Oh, like up and coming? Shoot, dude, I can't even begin to guess, man, because I'm more like follow the leader on that type of stuff. I see what's like popping at the moment, and that's what I'll use, you know? But I'm not the one making these zero days or these methods or whatever. I just see that something works for somebody else, and then I use it, you know?
1: Yeah. Now, this on on another note, totally separate thing. I just thought of this, though. There was this Netflix docu-series that came out a couple months ago. I still have only watched like maybe two and a half of them because I never get to watch Netflix these days. But like one – of it was a six-part series on various like internet culture phenomenons that, are, that have been going on. And there was one – the first episode was on swatting. Now – Oh, yeah. I had heard of this before seen some news stories kind of in one ear out the other like oh wow they someone it's when someone falsely calls in a SWAT team on another person which is like the full you know guns blazing whatever but i did not realize how prevalent this is like it happens all the time dang
0: yeah uh me personally i've never swatted ever. I'm not a fan of it. It's just like, you know, people have died from it, and you kill innocent people, so like, yeah, that's not something I'm a fan of, but, uh... I'm glad you're not a fan. (laughs) I I know, dude. It's just like, that's how you get get caught up doing stuff like that, you know? Anytime there's, like, uh, anything cryptic like that, or scary, like, jarring, uh, you're gonna grab a lot of police attention. It's just like, it's morally wrong, because, like, you know, you put innocent people in real harm's way, you know? You're not just, like, goofing around, jacking up their computers or something. You're, like, actually, you know, making a threat to their <laughs> their life. So, like, yeah, it's just not cool. It doesn't have a cool factor to me. It's just not cool. It's kind of lame, you know what I'm saying? It, you know?
1: It, like, it strikes me, like, and mind you, in the documentary, they're looking at an extreme case where totally innocent people who weren't even involved at all, like just random neighbors. The
0: Call of Duty one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is that the one that happened off the video game? The guy from California, right?
1: Yes. I'm trying to think of it because he did a bunch of them. I'm trying to think. This was the one where the people in Kansas were the neighbors were murdered because the doxed kid gave a fake address. Yeah, that's
0: it. I'll tell you one thing about swatters; They all have like... You know, if you see a mugshot of a school shooter or before the shooting picture and they have those bug eyes, you know, that's what a lot of swatters have, dude. They're like... That's
1: what I'm saying, man. There's, yeah. When you listen to some of the recorded communications and when you listen to some of these people talk, the emotional disconnect that yeah. these people have is nuts. Now, a lot of, a, a lot of people these days have more... Dry ways of talking. I would actually say you're definitely one of them for sure, but like there's a lot of people like that This is I'm talking about a whole different level to where people are almost talking like Almost like they have I don't know if this is the right way to describe it But the way it comes across to me is like a subdued schizophrenia Like they have no concept of reality and they do this shit for fun like that case guilt. Yeah, that case it was the person they were fighting over over a dollar bet on a Call of Duty game. And so yeah. this dude who was a known swatter online behind some username was somehow involved and the kid who was on the wrong side of the bet who was getting yelled at hit him up like, fuck you, by the way, here's my address. I dare you, bitch. And he gave his old address. So the people who lived at the address are some randos who have nothing to do with gaming and uh, the SWAT team shows up and a cop shoots shoots the guy and kills him.
0: He yeah, like, was jacked
1: up, dude. It's fucking unbelievable how, and like they don't, they have no sense of feel over it. They're like, oh yeah, that's what, what lives and dies IRL, lives and dies IRL.
0: Just because yeah. they're,
1: they're on some fucking computer playing games. I just, I can't wrap my head around that.
0: Yeah. And all started, you know, with Pong, just the pixels going back and forth. And now we got like. All sorts of craziness going on in gaming, man. It's like crazy, dude. It's like, Wait,
1: Pong? With the, what do you mean? The
0: pixels, the Pong, the freaking was it? The the like one of the first video games ever. It was just like a couple of pixels, man. Then it evolved to this, dude. Oh, it's right. crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Well,
1: I guess the last question would be: Is there anything? You know, you've talked about like your own end of it, the legal Xbox Underground 2.0. You're trying to build and stuff like that. <clears throat> But is there anything going on right now in a different light, like not an Xbox Underground or something, but like within the hacking community <clears throat> that you view as – oh, I just thought of another question too after this. So we'll keep going. Maybe I have something else for you. But yeah. that you view as like the the new era rebels, like the stuff that's really making noise that we haven't talked about yet.
0: I would say uh, definitely Alpha Bay has been making a lot of noise. Breach Forums. Um, Alpha Bay? Yeah. Look at Alpha Bay. It's like Silk Road. It's like the modern-day Silk Road. That's where people get the credit cards, where people get any bad stuff. But they've been going pretty strong lately, and uh, uh, that that hasn't crescendoed yet. It definitely will in the future, but... Um, they're going for like the longest run any cyber criminal market has gone for right now. And, and it's been shut down before, but one of the previous guys he's running and he's evaded police. I think the previous owner like committed suicide in jail. And they said, uh, the other guy's saying he doesn't think it was suicide, but whatever. Like the, uh, that, that's where a lot of hotspot stuff is right now. I know somebody leaked like a bunch of Chinese stuff on um mm. breach forms recently, like a, like the biggest ever. And, Binance, I don't know how you pronounce it, but a lot of the crypto places were watching for big transactions, uh, you know, going for that particular purchase of all that Chinese data. So, uh, you know, basically, I see hacking. And uh, what are, what are
1: the things that, like the specific, say, top line three types of things that are offered on Alphabet?
0: Drugs, for sure. Uh, credit cards, for sure. Um, and just other. Like illegal illegally per- gotten credit yeah, cards, yeah, like the silencers you were talking about. Yeah. I'm sure they're on there, mm. and uh, yeah, that you know, uh, I see a lot more of that in the hacking community. Like the buying and selling, it's becoming more easy and rapid. So, you know, you can start out from not knowing anything about hacking, like basically buying your way in, and that's becoming easier and easier and easier and easier. So that's probably the future of um, of hacking is like buying your way in pretty much you know
1: yeah I also thought of this when you were saying that and I haven't asked about this I can't believe it. it's a huge oversight the crypto stuff
0: how do I feel about it well let's start there yeah All right. so crypto to me is only as good as a real utility I don't see it I don't mess with the investment side because utility wise it's great for cybercrime or hacking stuff like you know, that's how you purchase a lot of stuff. And I, I just love Bitcoin and Monero. I don't fuck with anything else. NFTs, I love the concept. It's just, like, not there for me. Like, I, there's too many marketplaces going on, and kind of mm. they kind of devalued each other by how many popped up. And it's kind of like, you know, everybody makes a .dot .com bubble comparison. It's like I'm kind of waiting yeah. to see who's the last man standing before I even, like, look at that space at all. Yeah, so I don't really mess with that. And as terms of uh, in terms of crypto as an investment, uh, I don't know, you know about MLM scams and like Avon Makeup, Herbalife, like all that yep. type of stuff. <laughs> I just see crypto as like a Herbalife car that just keeps coming around the block every couple of years and people that weren't burned the first time get excited and get on board for the next round. But I do love crypto, you know, for what it's meant to be used for, minus all the investment stuff. Like I love it as a utility for anonymous payments uh you know for anything like you know people want to donate or support something politically that they can't normally like it's great for that or like how so uh because you know like monero and stuff like people can't track it you can't be uh you can't be prosecuted or persecuted whatever for supporting something that's not popular at the moment or like you know, Cause it,
1: it's on trade,
0: you know. yeah. It's it's good for what it's meant to be used for as an investment thing. It's just like, you know, uh, I'm not gonna knock somebody from making money on it or investing in it because obviously it probably will get bigger, but it is gonna drop again. Like, that's a problem. There's a that's lot of it does. false yeah. promises with the utility of it. They're like, this is gonna be used in the metaverse, this is gonna be used in and uh to pay your bills and it's like no it's not it's like no you haven't figured that out yet like why why are you they're trying to like cash their check early and they they do sell a lot of people on that so i just like it for what i use it for it's like you know you need if you need to buy cookies or you need to buy this or that then you go and buy it and it's simple it's fast you know you can't buy that with a credit card because the site won't let you or whatever like it works for that you know but uh, everything else is just not there for me yet. It's too uh, volatile. It's too like too much going on right now, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I have to put a, a waiver on this in that I haven't read it yet. But my friend Andy Greenberg, who is on this podcast, he's going to be on again, I believe, in November or December after his next book comes out. And I say I put a waiver on it because I just got sent it from his publishing company, an early copy, just to go through it. But in talking with him a little bit about it, the broad scope is – it's called Tracers in the Dark. I believe it's going to be out November 15th. And I've talked about Andy a bunch. He was – as I said, he was on this podcast for number 99. He's a phenomenal writer. He wrote the book Sandworm about the Russian hackers. A few years ago, he wrote a book on WikiLeaks and Julian Assange because he had that whole story and everything. He was one of the big reporters in that. But this one, Tracers in the Dark, essentially the premise is that Andy figured out – I don't know if it's all or I'll hedge and say the word most – crypto transactions are actually quite traceable. By the government and they actively have been tracing them for years. Bitcoin
0: for sure. But let me say this Alpha Bay uses Monero. A lot of plays switching over to Monero, so I don't know how traceable that is at the moment, but yeah, definitely Bitcoin, you're not you're not safe from traceability, but in terms of a utility as like getting what you need, and you're like, let's say you just don't care if you're traced or not, and Bitcoin is just like, it is a utility because it's widely used. Like, it's widely accepted. It's like, it was first to market. So it's like, got brand recognition. Right. It's like, it's there, you know, it's ne- it's never going away. So for that, it's good, you know, but if you want traceability, definitely go Monero. Like, you know, I've heard of a lot of um, people. Lack
1: of traceability, you're saying. Uh, if you want lack of traceability.
0: Yes. Yeah, go to Monero yeah okay. exactly exactly but yeah a lot of people launder money through monero you know when it comes to like carding and stuff like that like uh, monero's like always in the transaction somewhere whether it's like cash out to bitcoin to monero like somebody else has hacked this or that you know they they funnel it so, a lot of times it goes through monero you know
1: and a lot of that shit happens out of russia and ukraine right oh, yeah a russians of, are a lot smart. of the carding
0: i mean there's a theory that Russians are so good at reverse engineering stuff and uh, you know, so good with computers because during the Soviet Union they like really went hard on engineering and computer stuff and you know, a lot of their kids and grandkids like they, they were more fresh with it at a younger age than people over here. Uh, so, I don't know. That's just a theory though. I don't know that for sure but A lot of, like, if you go to any gaming modding site or whatever, a lot of guys doing the reverse assembly of models and games and all sorts of stuff. A lot of them are Russian or or Ukrainian, somewhere, you know, in uh, that part of Europe and Asia, you know?
1: Yeah, there's a guy I'm going to be having come on in the next couple months who, I want to ask him a lot about that because he was a major credit card scammer, like, He had been homeless, and it was, like, the way he got out of that when he was a kid. And my understanding is that a lot, like, uh, the majority of the creation volume on the carding comes from that region. Like, the russia ukraine region, like, right – I think – I may be wrong about this, but it's, like, literally, like, in the bordering areas of both. So there's, like, some sort of overlapping network. I might be wrong about that, but I know it's from that part of the world. It's just so – It's kind of wild to me that, like, even in the internet world, there can still be focuses of of areas of expertise on things that are moved online as opposed to, like, it could technically be anywhere, right? There's still, like, places where they congregate, and that seems to be one of them.
0: Yeah, even more so, like, you know, credit cards are more valuable, a bulk thing of credit cards more valuable than a, a bulk thing of, like bank account information, uh, bank and routing, you know, all that, all that type of stuff, yeah. Why is that? I, I, I think it's because it's easier to funnel the money out of. It's easier to launder the money out of quicker, you know. And that's probably why, because, like...
1: Swipe of a card. You yeah, yeah, with
0: transfers, there's a lot, you know, you could trigger a lot more alarms, especially... Just logging in or, you know, whichever way you get the money out, it's, it's, you're going to trip more wires in, uh, with a credit card or debit card or whatever for sure. So, yeah, it has more value. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that's an interesting, to go back to the crypto thing, that's an interesting way to look at it. Like, you seem to have a very passive view on it that's not overly emotional either. Like, you see the utility, but you also, it's like, miss me with the, with the explosion of adoption right now, it's not yeah. there. So I'm going to let the dust settle a little bit. I'll and... never,
0: uh, knock on anybody for investing it. Cause it could very well be a good investment down the road. But, um, to me, that's not like what sparks my interest about it. I've seen a lot of people get caught up. Usually a lot of people that get caught up with the investment side of it and they're doing all the coins, everything, but like the top three or top four or whatever, um, yeah, there, there's, like, a lot of fluff in there that you know is going to come crashing soon. They're like, oh, yes. Yeah, like, they're just there for the whole MLM side of things, you know? It's it's like, in, in what you're explaining to me, your whole, like, everything you're excited about, you're just excited about how far this coin is going to go up. Like, yeah, is this coin really going to have everlasting value? Is it, like, going to actually be used for something that's, like... Widely adopt it's like no, it's like you're just waiting for it to go up and cash out. Like you you don't care what it's actually gonna be used for. And people every everything's like on a promise, like this bank's gonna do it, this game's gonna use it, this store one store uses it, but we're getting more stores in the future, and then it everything comes crumbling down, the coin goes away. Like, that's where that's what I've seen mostly, you know. You don't
1: have to name names, obviously, here or anything like that, yeah. but have if so, have you seen any hackers that you've been involved with online or speak with who have openly behind the scenes launched coins that they're just looking to basically rug people oh
0: the rug people um no i don't know any personally uh you know for for a moment in time it was a quick and easy scam it's definitely getting harder as as things go on more people are aware of it and uh, more people are hesitant than uh, ever before so
1: I also tell people, man, if the government wants to figure out how to make a case, they will. Oh yeah. So for real. if it seems like it's fucked up, it doesn't matter if they use the existing laws or not, they will find just like they did to Nick, you know, like they wanted to, oh, so yeah, they did. They could do whatever. You know, and yeah. So with people who are like, Well, it's not a security or stuff like that, I'm like, Well, they'll make it one. Yeah. Retroactive. Like you just have to understand and that's the thing, like if it feels like a crime. You know, their view, their view of justice is, well, then let's make it a crime. Even if that's not constitutionally the way to do it and I can have a problem with that end of it, it's like, well, you know, yeah. you, you put yourself in that position for that to happen. If
0: they want to get you, they'll get you, man. They got. They have, like, more tools to persecute people than, you know they do to like huh, it seems like to catch a serial killer apparently it's like they, <laughs> they get people on such BS stuff it's, it's retarded yeah. like they'll burn their brain out trying to get somebody on some low level stuff then like go after the big fish it's cause huh, to be honest I feel like they're lazy it's just like easy easy big fish easy notch in the belt
1: thank you for doing it much appreciated well, and I hope everyone else enjoyed this, oh, this was yeah. interesting
0: for me <laughs> everybody else you know what it
1: is give it a thought, get back to me.